This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. We're going live. We'll do it live! This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. Good morning, everybody. Happy Hump Day, Wednesday. Mmm, this coffee tastes good! (laughs) This coffee tastes good out of my red-pilled mug. You can get that at merch.comeonmanpod.com. What's everybody doing this morning? We are live. Join me for these every Wednesday and Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern time. But if you can't make it, that's what the replays are for. I am now also repurposing these for my audio listeners. So if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or you know whatever, tune in. <laughs> I'm on all the major audio platforms. If you're listening to this after the live, uh, give us a five-star review. It helps out more than you know. Actually, write out why you like the show. If you are, if you give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts, I'll read it in an upcoming episode. All right. Uh, so today I will be talking about how to regain frame in a relationship once you've lost it. Um, I was out having drinks with my uh, one of my three percent brothers last week on Thursday. Brother Matt. Brother Matt. Let me tell you about Brother Matt. <laughs> Brother Matt lives uh, like 45 minutes away from me, and he's been in the he's been in the 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 same men's group that we've been in uh, or that I've been in for like this whole time for like three years now. And it wasn't until like late last year that we connected, and I was like, "Dude, you you live down you live down there? Like you live down in Montrose? Like why have you why are you just telling me this? You know, like we need to get together more, hang out." Like it's really important for, for dudes to have other male friends. You know what I mean? Like it's super important for our mental health. So anyway, speaking of which, if you guys are looking for a solid group of like-minded men, uh, you know, like I said, it's super important. Like we, we sort of, we're tribal men are tribal. We need a tribe. Um, join the, the 3% brotherhood on Facebook. It's free. You know, you, all you have to do is read the required book to be able to answer the questions to get in. But, uh, once you get in, man, it's a, it's a group of switched on dudes, switched on dudes. Um, great place to swap notes. Like, like if you're out dating and something's not working for you and you're like, Hey, like I've been trying this, this isn't working. Do you guys have a better suggestion? Like there's a, you know, a whole slew of guys. I'll jump in there and be like, yeah, try this. This has worked better for me and whatever. Great place. Great locker room talk. I've actually met a few guys in that group in person now. So, you know, it's actually a good place to meet male friends in real life. You know what I mean? So, all right. Uh, Hey, there's six people watching. Make sure there's at least six likes on this video. All right, let's do this housekeeping. Speaking of likes, be sure to like, subscribe, hit those notifications. 
drop a comment. Any comment will do. Uh, if you're watching in the on the replay, drop a comment below. You guys can comment on, on my old school Cody Rhodes shirt back when he was in the elite, uh, right before AEW started. He was officially a part of the elite, and he had his own his own Cody Rhodes elite shirt. Uh, do you think Cody Rhodes is going to beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania? Sound off. Sound off in the, the live chat or comment below. Is Cody Rhodes going to beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania? I, I really hope he does for the storyline, but I don't think he will. I think he's going to lose at WrestleMania because it's go he's going to do a slow burn storyline where he's really going to be like struggling to get to that spot over. And I think it's going to be a story that lasts for like a year or so. They're not going to just quickly reward it at WrestleMania. I think, Hey, good morning, John. Thanks for joining me over here, brother. Uh, be sure to follow me on all social media. The links are in the description. Support the show. You know, you guys don't realize this. Uh, they're like YouTube runs ads on this and, and Spotify runs ads, but those like, it's like pennies, right? The real support comes from you guys that join the Patreon and you can join for like 10 bucks a month. You get on the beer credits at the end of Monday's episodes. You also get all of Monday's interviews ad free and you get them early too. You, Cause I drop those on Friday afternoons. So do that. And then if you want some coaching, you can do uh, tiers two or tiers three. I run all my coaching through Patreon too. It's just easier that way. That way there's no, there's no contracts, you know, in, in you, once you get what you want out of the, out of the coaching, you know, no problem. You can, you can cancel at any time. So um, I, I just like running it that way. It's just easier. Um, I also get a lot of support when you guys send super chats. If you guys send a super chat or a super sticker that supports the show, um, most of my revenue actually comes from, from super chats. So please don't be stingy. If you like this content, if you find it helpful, send a super chat, you can, um, you know, you can send one for as low as like a dollar. Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com, and I will send you some free stickers. And if you like these designs, uh, now you guys who are listening on the replay on audio, you can't see these designs, but if you come on over to YouTube, I've got them up on the screen here. Um, I will send you these stickers if you get on the email list. If you like those designs, they're available on mugs and stuff too at merch.comeonmanpod.com. And right below the video, you can, you can get one. Your coffee tastes better than that. <laughs> and then uh check out my practical law of attraction course loa.comeonmanpod.com it's not your typical woo woo chick crack you know magical thinking stuff it's it's none of that it's all psychological based that's why i call it practical law of attraction um and let me play a commercial for that and then we'll get into the topic at hand i actually have quite a few notes to go through today so this actually will probably be a longer episode. So without further ado, let me play that commercial and then we'll get into it. Do you struggle to find the kind of women you want? Are you tired of swiping away all day on dating apps and only finding mediocre women? When you're out and about at the supermarket or at the mall, all you see are woke liberal women. You can't seem to find a traditional submissive woman that checks all your boxes. What if I were to tell you that the reason why you can't find your traditional submissive woman is because of your mindset? because of your paradigm. We get what we focus on in life. And you have programmed your mind to think that there's only trash women around you. 
you've programmed your mind by focusing on what you don't want in a relationship. To solve this problem, I've created my Practical Law of Attraction course. In my course, I will teach you how to reprogram your subconscious mind so that you will be hyper aware of the kind of women that will check all of your boxes. It's not that they weren't there before, it's just that you weren't aware of them because of your current mindset. So let's change that mindset today. Check out my course by visiting loa.comeonmanpod.com. That's loa.comeonmanpod.com. The law of attraction is nothing without action. So act now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Act now. Um, for you guys that are watching on Facebook, smash that like button. And then I dropped a, a link in the chat. Come on over to YouTube. Um, helps me out in the algorithm over on YouTube. If you guys are watching on Twitter right now, smash that like button. Come on over to, to YouTube, please. All right. So you've lost frame in a relationship, huh? You notice that your wife or girlfriend isn't putting out like she used to? <laughs> She's cranky and irritable all the time, and you're doing all sorts of things, trying to make her happy, but nothing is working. What now? What now? That's it. I'm filing for divorce. This ain't working. I'm just going to throw away 15 years, 20 years, you know? <laughs> Why not? That's what, that's what uh, all the cool kids are doing these days, right? They're just getting divorced. Yeah. Now, sometimes you can turn this stuff around, guys. You should at least try to turn things around before, before calling your lawyer. So what happens? Your, your girl starts stops putting out. So what you guys need to do is you guys need to check out those five love languages, right? <laughs> you're not cleaning the gutters enough. That's why she's not putting out. You're not vacuuming enough. You're not, you're not folding enough laundry. That's why she's not putting out. You're not buying her enough stuff. She she just needs more jewelry. That's all. <laughs> I'm kidding. The five love languages is complete bullcrap. Uh, but a lot of guys find their way to them because they are Googling how to get their wives to bang them again. Right? And it's such a mainstream concept. Um, you know, or your marriage counselor. You go get a marriage counselor and your marriage counselor is suggesting it. Uh, Paul Benjamin from Apex Mindset and I did a whole episode on why the five love languages just don't work. Uh, so check out that episode after this one. Don't don't leave this episode. Um, there's a lot of good information that's going to be in this episode. But the five love languages comes down to chore play, right? Which isn't sexy because if you if you ask if you sample, uh, you know, like a hundred dudes, ninety nine percent of them are going to say that their top two love languages are, are uh, physical touch and words of affirmation, right? Because those are the two things that men stop getting when their girl starts pulling away, right? They, they don't get, you know, 
those those words of affirmation, letting us know we're doing a good job. You know, we only hear the negative stuff or your girl's just not putting out anymore. Right. And those are the things that are like important to guys. So 99 percent of guys are going to say, yeah, yeah, my top two are those those ones. And so what's going to happen is like women don't know why they're losing attraction for you either. So they're going to read the same book and go, yeah, you know, maybe if you helped out around the house more, I'd feel a little more sexy. <laughs> like, But that's not what makes w women feel sexy. So no, Take, if you have the five love languages right now, th throw it out, <laughs> throw it out. That's a, none of that works. So if you found yourself here because you've lost frame in your relationship, that's what, that's what happened. You lost frame. You stopped setting the tone. You stopped leading. You stopped enforcing healthy boundaries. All right. You started picking your battles. Well, I'm not going to fight with her over that. I don't want to, I don't want to hear about it. So you started failing her shit tests. You probably didn't like a lot of guys that find themselves in the red pill space. Don't even, didn't even know they were being shit tested. I didn't, when I, when I first started studying this stuff and I started learning about uh shit tests or, or fitness tests, whatever you want to call them. Um, I, I was like shocked. I was like, women are actively testing this, like, or they're subconsciously doing it. Like, this is crazy. You know what? You guys don't need to see this uh, law of attraction thing here. I need to put that away. <laughs> You've also probably let yourself go and are physically unattractive right now. So you're 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 unattractive and you're being unattractive. Okay. You probably stopped romancing her and seducing her and taking her out on dates, right? The work never stops. You have to, if you don't keep dating your girl, someone else is going to date your girl. <laughs> if you don't seduce your girl, some other dude is just waiting in the wings to seduce your girl. So, you know, basically you stop doing all the things that made you attractive to her in the beginning of the relationship. So, um, the big thing that I learned with all this is that it's just, it's so much easier to just not let yourself get into this position in the first place. It's kind of like, <laughs> it's kind of like when you're a smoker, right. And you're trying to quit smoking and like you've, you've been smoking for, you know, 10 years and it's just so hard to quit. And I know I used to be a smoker. I, I quit back in 2004, one of the hardest things I ever did, but you get yourself to that place. And then when you finally quit, you realize it would have been better to never start in the first place. <laughs> oh, if it's so much easier if I just never started this and never got addicted to it. But here you are. So, um, but yeah, if you can, right? If you're just starting out, if you're like, let's say you already are past this point, you're already divorced. Now you're back on the dating circuit. You want to be better going forward in a new relationship, then it's best to never let yourself get to where you were that caused the last relationship to end, right? So a big thing on that is to stay lovingly detached. And by that, uh, like I did a whole live stream on it. So after this, <laughs> go check out that episode on staying lovingly detached. But basically, you want to keep your head on a swivel. And always be aware of your girl's attraction level to you so that you can act accordingly. 
<laughs> next, yeah, just next the bitch. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't always just do that. Just throw away 15 years of a relationship. <laughs> ah, you know, I'll lose half my shit. No, you can't. You can't just do that. I mean, you can, but uh, we'll get to that. But basically, you want to stay lovingly detached from a relationship, and it doesn't mean that you don't love your girl. It just means that you're you're really trying to think about the relationship rationally. So you sort of step out, step back a little bit, and you're outside of the relationship mentally, right? You're keeping an eye on her attraction level. You're keeping an eye out for shit tests and stuff like that so that you never let yourself, you know, fall into the old bad habits to the old programming. Cause that's what happens. Guys get a girlfriend. They're like, I don't have to try anymore. And they stop. They just slowly over time start losing their attractiveness because they stopped trying. <laughs> you know what I mean? They stopped doing what they did in the beginning. Uh, so you have to realize that the work never stops and you always have to do what you did in the beginning. So for instance, uh, like what I'm planning on doing this weekend, cause nurse chick comes uh, every other week. So one, her birthday was yesterday. So everybody drop a, drop a comment and say happy birthday to nurse chick, nurse chick out there. Uh, she listens to this, but, um, also like, so I told her like Friday, I'm taking her out. Right. I'm taking her out Friday to celebrate her birthday. And then I also have plans to take her out again this weekend because we're also going to go see some movies and stuff like that. But like, I make sure that I plan things and I take her out. I never ask her what she wants to do. I just, hey, we're going to go do this. Like, And I keep, I keep trying to seduce her all the time. It's important. Actually, she spends most of her time trying to seduce me, but that's, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> all right. Well, crap. You didn't do all that. So now what? How do you get her respect back and how do you get her to want to bang again? That's what, that's the real question, right? Most guys find themselves in the, like the married red pill space because they do a Google search on how do I get my wife, uh, am I past the eight minute mark? Yeah. How do I get my wife to fuck me again? Right? So outstanding book on this topic, uh, which I'm, I'm slowly, I'm, I'm over halfway through now. Takes me forever to read these, but this book, the Married Man's Sex Life Primer is outstanding for this. So before I read this book, the only book that I'd read that sort of talked, like dabbled on the relationship from a men's point of view was How to Be a 3% Man by Corey Wayne. And that book is an outstanding book too, because it runs the gamut between uh, meeting women, spinning plates, getting into a relationship, and then like maintaining a long-term relationship. It's, it runs that whole spectrum, whereas most dating books just talk about like how to get the whammon. Right. Um, which is nice. And actually that actually is easy to do, right? You just up the alpha a little bit, but when you want to keep a relationship going long-term, you do have to sprinkle a little bait on it. But if you want your wife to fuck you again, like your, your default setting has to be alpha. Okay. There's a, there's a whole sort of method to the madness there. And that's what this book talks about. So the married man's sex life primary talks about uh, a map or a, a male action plan, right? So this is where like you notice that your girl's not banging you anymore. She loves you, but she's not in love with you. You know, that sort of thing. Usually once you get to that point where your girl's saying like she loves you and, but she's not in love with you, it means you're not attractive to her anymore. You're not being attractive to her anymore. And she's either 
banging other dudes or she's mentally like reading sex novels and masturbating and stuff. She's getting her still somehow, <laughs> but she's not putting out for you anymore because she's not attracted to you anymore. <clears throat> so he talks about the map, the male action plan. And what that's really designed to do is to regain your frame and attractiveness to turn things around. Okay. But if she doesn't come around, you are going to be more sexually attractive for some other chick that will appreciate you and that will appreciate the effort. And you can get to this place that I talked about at the beginning here where like <laughs> you move on to another chick and now you can start over and, and just maintain that frame going forward, right? With the new chick. So either you, you get your frame back, you get your attractiveness back and you just maintain that going forward with your wife or your girlfriend or you do that for the next chick. But either way, this is win-win. You cannot lose by following the, the, the male action plan here once you've lost your, your frame and your attractiveness. So almost all of this is getting back to what you were doing in the beginning that got her attracted to you in the first place, right? So the first thing is you hit the gym, boys. You hit the gym. You start working out. You start losing weight, okay? Um, I will tell you this. This is a this is a secret, okay? No one wants anybody to know this, right? Especially fitness trainers and stuff like this. this is absolute secret here. But 75% of you guys are obese and overweight. And the best way to lose that weight is count your calories. All right. There's two apps I recommend for this: Map My Fitness and My Fitness Pal. Map My Fitness will keep track of your workouts and the calories you burn. My Fitness Pal will keep track of all the food you eat and how many calories you consume. And as long as you are consuming less calories than you burn, you will lose weight. It's magic. <laughs> I When I got divorced, uh, I was like 50 pounds overweight. You know, I'm only like 5'9". And I, I, I got up to like 230 pounds. And I was like, I, I posted pictures online. I was really unattractive, right? Like some of you guys are like, oh, you're bald now. You're unattractive now. <laughs> I think I do okay. Nurse chick doesn't complain. But no, I uh, I was so, like I was like, I was obese, all right? If you looked at, if you went by BMI, I was obese. And uh, if I ever share those pictures, like it, it's, it's a shocking transformation, right? <clears throat> but uh, I lost all that weight by running. Um, I'm a runner. I don't, I mean, I do weight train, but I, I'm mostly a runner. And so I lost all that weight. I ended up getting down to, I think at the, at my, my trimmest was like 165. I got down to 165. So I went from two, 230 was the heaviest down to like 165 at one point. Um, and I did all that by just counting my calories and exercising. It's amazing. So that's the first thing you want to do. Get back in shape. And you also want to start seducing your girl again. You want to start, you know, flirting with her and doing, you know, stuff that makes her feel sexy, right? You have to prime that pump. So Corey Wayne in uh, How to Be a 3% Man talks about it as two steps forward, one step back. And when I first read that book, I thought he was talking about it as a way to get past women's, um, uh, was it? their uh objections to sex right because a lot of women like when you're first dating they'll they'll sort of like 
put up sort of fake walls to see if, you know, see what you'll do. And so <clears throat> I thought that was a way to get past objections to sex. But in reality, if you, if like, I think it took me like the fourth time I read that book to realize that, uh, no, you do that throughout your whole interaction with your girl, right? You take her on a date, you need to do these two steps forward, one step back things to get her primed. Cause women, they, they don't just jump into sexy mood. You know what I mean? You have to prime that pump. You have to make her feel sexy and desired for her to want to have sex. So what you do is you, you do what's called a keno escalation. I didn't know what it was called keno escalation until I read uh, the book of book. <laughs> I just, I just like, I was like, Oh, you touch her, right? That's what keto escalation means. You, you physically touch her right back of the hand. You know, you go, you walk up, you kiss her on the back of the neck and stuff like that. And then you step back a little bit. You do this sort of thing. You whisper in her ear, you get really close, whisper in her ear, stuff like that. And then you step back a little bit. You do that throughout the whole interaction. She is like, she's raring to go. That whole, that physical touch thing really gets her, you know, in the right mood. So you have to do that. You have to start doing that whenever like your wife's around or your girlfriend's around, right? You have to you know, she's cooking dinner, walk up behind her and grab her behind the waist, pull her in close, kiss her on the neck and stuff like that. Tell her she's sexy and then back away and go get something to drink or whatever, you know, but do that. Start doing that again, because I guarantee one of the reasons why she's not banging you anymore is because you don't do that kind of stuff anymore. But you probably did when you first met her. That's probably how you seduced her in the first place. You got to do that to your to your long term relationship, girl, too. Don't schedule it. Right. If she suggests scheduling sex, like, okay, we need to make sure we're, we have intimacy. So let's make sure we do this every Wednesday. <laughs> that's not sexy. That's not sexy at all. That's like, that's like a, a, a key indicator that your relationship is on the rocks <laughs> when you guys start scheduling sex. Right. <clears throat> oh man, you guys are quiet today in the comments. Hey, uh, be sure to send a super chat if you guys uh, have a question uh, that helps support the show. I really appreciate that. All right. The next thing is uh, he says to create a captain and first officer dynamic. Now, this is much easier to do in the beginning. of All this stuff is way easier to do in the, in the beginning of a relationship and make sure that you don't fall by the, let it fall by the wayside. But you have to create a captain and first officer dynamic. So basically, you're the man. You need to set the tone. You need to lead, right? And you can only do this by, by being decisive, right? Stop deferring to your girl's judgment. Uh, women hate that shit anyway. Like women don't want to be boss bitches in a relationship. They don't. I don't care. You give me the the like the most staunch feminist or whatever. She wants. She wants a strong masculine man that's more masculine than she is that will put her in her place set and set the tone and lead make the decision so that she can relax into her feminine right that's what that's what a, a vast majority of women prefer they don't want to make the decisions right um, a great example is the food debate and i use this often because it's just it's just the perfect example but how many guys out there bitch and complain that their girl doesn't even know what she wants to eat they go, honey, where do you want to go? What do you want to eat? Right. And she's always like, I don't know. You pick a place. And he's like, he's afraid that whatever he picks is going to be the wrong place. And she's going to be upset by that. <clears throat> That's a shit test, by the way. So just pick a goddamn place. 
Okay. And the best part about this is you get to eat what you want, where you want, whenever you want. Okay. So just pick a place. If you want Taco Bell tonight, say, honey, grab your jacket. We're going to go get Taco Bell tonight. If she's like, well, I mean, I don't want Taco Bell. I just had Taco Bell last week. <clears throat> just be like, okay, well, I'm getting Taco Bell. You're welcome to join me. <laughs> okay. I'm getting Taco Bell. Um, now, I'll tell you what, ever since I first heard about that, I, first, I learned about that in the book, Atomic Attraction, and I started implementing it. Uh, the, every time I've done that, I've just made a decision. Hey, I'm going here tonight, or let's go, let's go do this, or whatever. I've never gotten an objection. <laughs> Women actually love that. They, they will just go, oh, okay, yeah, sounds good. You know, they, women want men to just make the decisions and women just want to join men in whatever they're doing. So be the captain in the relationship and make those, those decisions. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hold on. You also want to set boundaries and enforce boundaries. Okay. I guarantee if you're in a position where you've lost frame in your relationship, you've lost that attractiveness is because you've let her walk all over you. You stop setting boundaries and enforcing those boundaries. But Paul, I want to pick my battles. I want, I want peace when I get home. I want peace. Like, no, sometimes you have to set those boundaries and stand up to the, and like weather the storm of her emotions, you know, because she's going to, that's what women respect. Women respect you when you stand your ground on stuff like that and they can't get their way with you. So you gotta, you gotta start doing that again, set those boundaries. Be, don't be afraid to tell her no stuff like that. Now she's your first officer. Keep in mind. So if she has a good idea, take it under advisement. You don't have to do it. You don't have to go with her idea, but at least take it under advisement. Okay. She will respect you if you take her ideas under advisement. And then, you know, if, if she has a, a better idea than you, then there's nothing wrong with going with her idea, right? Same with the food debate. Let's say you say you want to go get Taco Bell and she goes, she, she actually, you'll find that when you start doing this stuff, your girl will realize it. And then if she actually wants to eat something, she'll speak up. That's what nurse chick does. If nurse chick wants to eat something, she'll just speak up and say, Hey, I'm making this tonight. <laughs> before I even get to it. But if she hasn't made that decision yet, I'm making the decision. So, but I'm, I'm happy with whatever she wants to make. Right. Um, and there's only, and then, like I said, you take it under advisement. So one time she was like, Hey, can I take you out to dinner to this place called Las Mesa, which is up in uh, Cedar edge, Colorado. And uh, she's like, Hey, can I take you out to dinner tonight? I want to go to Las Mesa. And I was like, Las Mesa service sucks. Let's go to this other place. So I vetoed that we went to the other place. Like you can do that as the captain and, and she's, she'll respect your decision with that. And I gave her a good reason too, right? Like the service sucks there. <laughs> let's, let's not go there. You also need to make sure that you're taking care of shit. You need to take care of around the house. Okay. Now, if you're just dating, you probably kept your house clean uh, so that you would impress chicks when they would come over. Right. But you stopped doing that because you don't have to impress her anymore. Nah, like you, you need to still take care of your space. Okay. One, th one thing that I highly recommend for guys to get is a robot vacuum. I got it back here behind my chair. You can't see it, but I have a robot vacuum that keeps like everything, like all the dog hair and stuff picked up, uh, in between visits from my housekeeper. And if you can afford it, get a housekeeper, man. 
housekeepers are actually real, uh, pretty affordable. It my my housekeeper comes and like keeps my house clean um, every two weeks, and it's like sixty bucks every time she comes. Totally worth it to me. Totally worth it for my time, not having to spend like scrubbing down things and cleaning everything. Like sixty bucks is totally worth it to me. And then, uh, and then when nurse chick comes over, so she cleans right before nurse chick comes over. Nurse chick comes over and just takes care of stuff around the house. She does like all the household stuff uh, because she likes doing that. She likes being, you know, she likes being serving in a relationship. So, uh, you know, so it works out for me. And then when my kids are here, I use that that free slave labor <laughs> to sort of keep things maintained. Uh, you know, when when nurse chick and my housekeeper aren't here. No, but seriously though, uh, before I, I met nurse chick and I was uh, just out spinning plates and dating, my housekeeper would come over on Fridays when my kids would go home because my kids like wreck my house. And then, uh, so so the housekeeper would get the house like in, in working order and then I would just maintain it for the entire week. It's pretty easy to do. Uh, so just make sure that you're at least doing that sort of thing, right? Keep your house clean and maintain, maintain that sort of thing. Um, you know, I mean, if that's your wife's job, just at least pick up your shit, right? Don't leave like your laundry laying around on the floor and stuff like that. Uh, and make sure that if you're married, right, that you stay on top of the man chore maintenance, okay? Don't wait for her to ask. Just do it. Just just take care of stuff, okay? Be the leader and take care of stuff. You know, don't and don't do stuff because you think that she wants you to do it because it'll get you laid because that gets into like covert contract shit, right? I'm talking about being a reliable partner in the household and doing stuff that needs to get done because you see that it needs to get done. Okay. Like if you're just taking care of shit around the house and she doesn't have to ask, uh, and you're doing it because like it needs to get done, like that's attractive to women. You're you're actually like, you know, not being a lazy bum. Okay. But doing it because, oh, if I do this, I'm gonna get some nookie. That's not attractive. <laughs> that's not attractive at all. Uh, be a good guy, but you can never be a nice guy. So in this book, he talks about be a be a, a nice guy with a hard edge, right? And what he's talking about is being able to spot her shit tests. Okay, when you start failing shit tests, women will shit test you more. And the more you fail these shit tests, the the less attractive you are to her. So you always have to keep an eye out for everything. And I, my rule of thumb is just assume everything's a shit test. Okay. And there's really like two best ways to handle shit tests, right? Uh, in my opinion, agree and amplify and act indifferent. All right. But um, one thing that I, I found fascinating in this book is he lays out a bunch of, he calls them fitness tests, but it's the same thing. Uh, LTR long-term relationship, like shit tests are different than dating shit tests, right? A dating shit test, a chick might give me shit for having a shaved head, right? Like she might be like, Oh, you're, I didn't, you, I didn't know you were bald. Right. And I might say, yeah, well, I like to shave my head because it makes me more aerodynamic. Right. Like that's, that's a green amplify. <laughs> You know what I mean? Uh, but that's not what happens in a long-term relationship. Uh, one example, there's lots of examples of long-term relationship fitness tests in this book. But one is uh, that she asks you to do something unreasonable in a coy, seductive way. So let's say 
uh, she wants you to repaint one of the one of the kids' bedrooms. But you just painted it, you know, like last year. It looks good, but she just wants to see if you'll do it. So she'll act all coy and seductive and be like, won't you do it for me? Won't you repaint this? Hmm? You know, and then she wants to see if you will bend to her will, right? So how do you pass a shit test like that? Act indifferent and just say, no. I just, I just repainted that last year. Paint it yourself. <laughs> right. Um, don't, so don't fall for that treat. And then what you also have to do is be prepared to weather her emotional storms. Cause if she's going to do that, she's going to throw a tantrum. She's going to be all mad. She's going to yell at you, all that kind of stuff. And you just need to like, just you you need to be the captain in the boat in the in the rough seas and not let her capsize you man you got to stay in your setter you got to uh treat her like a bratty little sister this is where you agree and amplify you act indifferent amuse mastery is great for this kind of stuff you know just be like when she's getting all mad because you won't paint the room just be like you know you're so cute when you're mad <laughs> get laugh it off and be like that's so funny you're so mad about that that's cute and walk away <laughs> right don't take it seriously that will pass her shit test being able to tell her no and being able to weather her emotions she's going to rebuild that attraction for you or at least you're going to get your respect back all right and don't be a chump don't be a chump this goes back to the whole five love languages things where you find yourself doing chore play it's doing nothing for arousal, right? Cleaning the gutters so that she'll put out more is not going to make her put out more. That's not sexy watching you climb the ladder. <laughs> Helping her sister or best friend move or something. Just say no. No, I'm not doing that. All right. Don't be a chump. He talks about in this book, uh, someone asked me what book, The Married Man's Sex Life Primer. He talks about in this book, uh, he says, Think about it like uh, Shrek, Fiona, or Donkey. All right. If uh, your girl is Fiona and Fiona and Shrek bang. So if uh, if she's asking you to do something and she's banging you, go ahead and do it. Right. Like reward that good behavior because she's being Fiona. But if she's just doing all the stuff and not putting out, treat her like Donkey. Donkey doesn't put out. <laughs> Anyway, so then we're getting into behavior modification. We want to reward good behavior. <clears throat> hey, hey guys, thanks for sounding off in the uh, in the comments. I really appreciate it. The the live chat. Thanks for participating today. Appreciate it. If you guys uh, have a question though, send a super chat. Support the show. If you guys send a super chat, I will play this for you. The math. Or this. This is better. I'm just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. Send a super chat. Look at that. Thank you, stream elements. <laughs> All right. So, behavior modification. Um, You know, it's funny. So, he's, he talks about it in this book, uh, Behavior modification, rewarding good behavior, don't reward bad behavior. And what immediately came to my mind is when I was at boot camp. And one of my recruit division commanders was saying how 
are, he said, recruits are like puppies, right? Recruits are like puppies. If you let them get away with stuff early on, like you don't correct their behavior early on, they will just be like the worst dogs to have. Same thing is, is true with kids. Um, I, I, one, one good thing that my now ex-wife and I did was we went to a parenting class uh, at a church that her cousin ran and her cousin, her cousin, uh, and her cousin was married to the minister of that church <clears throat> and they were the best parents I've ever seen. Their kids grew up to be so like good, well-rounded kids and stuff like that. So they actually had really great information. And one of the things that really uh, stuck with me was that you want to build good habits with your kids early on so that when they're teenagers, you're not trying to wrangle them back in. But so many parents are shitty parents you know, for young kids growing up, they don't set boundaries. They don't correct their kids. And then when their kids are teenagers and they're like, kids are doing drugs, they're doing all this stuff. Now they're trying to reel these kids back in and they can't because the kids are out of control at this point. They, it, it's gone too far. Right. So the same thing goes with your girl. <laughs> you want to reward good behavior and don't reward bad behavior. So a good example of rewarding good behavior is when, Let's say your girl's let herself get a little chubby. She's gotten she's gotten a little pleasantly plump, okay? Uh, but she decides that she's going to hit the gym. And typically, I'll tell you what, if you if you want your girl to work out, just go start working out yourself. You probably let yourself go too. So just go start working out, start, you know, getting attractive again, start losing weight, start getting ripped again. Your girl's going to see that and she's going to go, oh, shit, I better get back, get on my game because some other girl's going to snatch him up, right? So she'll probably start hitting the gym, too, probably within a couple of weeks. Almost guarantee it. So when she does, she starts hitting the gym. You want to be sure that you reward that good behavior by telling her how sexy she looks in her yoga pants. Um, you want to reward her with praise and stuff like that. Women really respond well to praise, which will encourage her to go to the gym more and not be fat right? Good behavior. <laughs> Don't reward bad behavior. So, so in this book, uh, an example he talks about is when she declines sex. Okay. Let's say you start escalating, you start doing the stuff I talked about earlier. You start trying to seduce her, but she's just like, ah, I got a headache tonight. She has a headache every goddamn night. Right? So any attention you give that is a reward because women love attention. So even if it's negative attention, it's kind of like a three-year-old throwing a tantrum, right? You're yelling and screaming. Well, at least they got dad's attention. <clears throat> so uh, if you blow up at her, right? It, before never putting out, you're rewarding that bad behavior with your attention. Um, so Athel actually recommends giving it no attention at all, treating it with indifference. Just you ask for sex. She says, no, just say, okay, well, I guess I'm going to stay up tonight and play Xbox, you know, with massive indifference, right? And be sure that you just don't draw any attention to it. Just don't make a big deal out of it. Just be like, okay, well, good night then. Just, you know, <laughs> go, go, go play Xbox or whatever. Um, just don't reward that behavior. You know, like uh, one thing that I, I always say, right? Women, like we're not entitled to sex, but women aren't entitled to our time and attention and our money either, right? <laughs> I'm on my period. Okay. Noted for next time. <laughs>
Yeah, with indifference. Hey, guys, send a super chat. Support the show. <clears throat> so there's a lot more uh, ideas in, you know, good behavior, bad behavior of the book. I highly recommend that you guys read that book. If you find yourself in a situation where you lost frame, get this book. Okay. Um, this whole thing is, is designed to get back what you rekindle basically everything that you lost, right? Build relationship comfort, create high attraction, pass her shit tests, all that kind of stuff. That's what that book is designed to do. It's way better than the five love languages, you know, five love languages. You're not cleaning the gutters enough. <laughs> so what do you do if she's bitchy and moody all the time? Well, one, you do all the above. You do all those things that I just talked about. If you're just joining me, watch the replay. Um, give a lot of good examples out of this book on how to regain that. All the stuff that you'll do to regain that uh, that respect. And respect is really what, what women need to um, be sexually attracted, right? If they have no respect for you, they're not going to be sexually attracted to you. So do all those things. Uh, the best thing to do when your girl is pissed about something is realize that whatever she's mad about or yelling at you about isn't what she's really mad about, right? <laughs> Most of the time, it's, you know, maybe she's just hangry. She just needs a Snickers. <laughs> but treat it like a shit test, okay? If she's getting mad at you and yelling at you or whatever because you didn't take the trash out, Treat it like a shit test, act different and agree and amplify. But really, you know, like if she's if nine times out of 10 to like if she's mad at you for not taking the trash out, it's usually because this is like the 15th time that you've done that. And you're she's sort of losing uh, the feeling that she can rely on you. Right. You've let her down. This is like but it's a lot of times it's not just the trash. Right. It's 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 been it's been leading up to this. There's a lot of things that have led up to this where she just feels like, you know, you did this four months ago. You did this like women have like they, they can't let shit go. <laughs> right. So you, this is a pattern where you've let her down somehow and she feels let down. So but you can't blow up at her. You can't react to her emotions here. OK, if you react in anger, you're falling into her frame. Okay, so you need to maintain frame by acting indifferent and agreeing and amplifying. And what you want to do is get to the bottom of what's really bothering her. Okay, so <clears throat> you can call her out. Now, I'm not saying call her out as like, you know, some of these black pill guys say, like, call out and hold them accountable. No, just be like, honey, I know that this is not what's really bothering you. What's really eating at you here? Okay. That's call, That's what I mean by calling her out. And, and you can also do this. If she just like, just won't calm down. All right. Just walk up to her and poke her in the belly. Boop. <laughs> She'll be like, what? What are you doing? Right. But that's what's called a pattern interrupt. That'll get her out of her head for the moment and thinking about what the hell did you just do? And she'll forget what she's mad about, or at least for a split second, which will also give you a window of opportunity to get her to calm the fuck down. Right. One thing you, you, you will, I joke about this a lot, right? Just tell her to calm down. 
<laughs> that never works. That never really works. I just like playing with that. That actually gets women really pissed, right? But if you poke her in the belly playfully, be like, you seem really mad right now. Boop. That will get her to be like, realize how silly the situation is. But really, you just want to keep asking her, right? What's really bothering you? Until she gets it off her chest. And a lot of times she'll be like, I'm not, I'm not going to talk to you about this. I'm not going to talk to you about this. You know, you should know what's bothering me, right? Women want men to be mind readers. And you just, just agree and amplify. Be like, okay, all right, let's try it out. I'm going to read your mind now. What's really bothering you? You know what I mean? And she'll realize like how silly the situation is. And she'll eventually, you just keep digging at it. She'll eventually get to what's really bothering her. Okay. Now, when she is explaining what's bothering her, this is where a lot of guys fuck up. All right. You don't want a deer here. This is uh, straight out of No More Mr. Nice Guy, <clears throat> Dr. Robert Glover. But deer stands for defend, explain, evade, and rationalize. Okay. Doing all that kind of stuff puts you in her frame. You don't want to do that. So what do you want to do? <laughs> Be, a, be an active listener, okay? But just repeat back what she's saying. I see. So you're mad that I did X, Y, and Z and that it made you feel betrayed and let down. Is, is that right? Yeah, really repeat back and ask her sort of clarifying questions, okay? Now, this is basically what I think is called uh, fogging, Okay. You're acknowledging what is making her upset and that it in fact made her upset and that you understand that it made her upset. Okay. But don't apologize for what you did. Don't apologize for it. Okay. <clears throat> That's uh, you don't need to apologize for it. Just ask clarifying questions. Really try to have an, a, an understanding of what she's feeling and how she's feeling and why she's feeling it, but don't apologize. Women don't really, most of the time you'll find that women don't want you to solve their problems and they also don't want problems solved half the time. Women, this is why This is why when a ship is sinking, you, you send women and children off the ship, right? So that men can actually come up with a solution. So we, because men do, women feel, right? Um, so- Uh, you don't want to evade or excuse. Yeah. Well, so I, 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 I get, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Evade or excuse. Yeah. Same thing. Right. I mean, that that's sort of what, uh, like, yeah. E evade or excuse, I would say. Is it excuse in the book? Because if you look, if you Google it, it says evade. I don't know. You know what? Send that as a super chat next time. Okay. <laughs> but either way, either way. So you don't want to apologize for it, uh, but then they don't want you to solve the problem. Okay. They just want you to listen and understand their feelings. Okay. And when she feels heard and understood, that's when the legs open. <laughs> that's when the legs open. She'd be like, oh, thank you for letting me get that off your chest. I really appreciate that. You really understand me. So like, that's where you want to be. Okay. And you didn't solve a goddamn thing, but you really got her to express herself emotionally. And that's all that really matters.
keep note of it though. You know, like don't apologize, but keep note of what is bothering her. And like, you know, if, if it's not a big deal to correct that, like if you legit did something wrong, um, actually if you legit did something wrong, it's not bad to apologize for that either, you know, but if it's not a big deal to you, but you know that, okay, you know, I was slipping there a little bit. Maybe I can, I can step that up. Be sure to step that up, you know, pay attention to that stuff. Because if you just keep doing the same old shit, <laughs> you know, that, that got her upset in the first place, she's going to continue to get upset. She's going to still lose attraction for you and stuff like that. And that's going to be the end of the relationship. All right. You know, you know what I mean? Uh, have some, have some common sense with this shit. You know what I mean? All right. Man, I thought this was going to be a way longer episode, but at least I made it to the 50-minute mark. All right, that's pretty much all I got, guys. If you follow that method, check out that book. Um, the book is The Married Man's Sex Life Primer. It's one of the required reading books in The, the Married Red Pill. Outstanding book so far. I'm like, I'm almost, I'm almost uh, done with it. It's taking me forever. It takes me forever to read paperback books. But uh, I highly recommend that. Definitely way better than the five love languages. Yeah, it actually gives you some real shit that will probably save your relationship. All right. Uh, be sure to tune in to these every, uh, every Wednesday and Friday mornings. I do these at 10 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, tune in Friday, 10 a.m. My live stream will be on the four best ways to meet whammon and the pros and cons of each. So... I'm doing that. Basically, it's a section in the spinning plates chapter of my upcoming book. So it should be fun. Get some of your feedback. You can't send a super chat for some reason. You know what? If you can't send a super chat, there's a link in the description for uh, like a one-time donation. You could probably do that too. That goes through PayPal, I think. But uh, that supports the show too. All right. Uh, let's see here. So yeah. Spinning plates chapter of my book. Uh, I have a whole thing on like, like the four best ways to meet women. Okay. So we'll get into that. The pros and cons of each. That should be a fun episode. Join me Friday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern time for that. Uh, no super chats. So I guess we'll just go ahead and end it. You guys are stingy, man. Stingy. <laughs> be sure to at least like, subscribe, hit those notifications. Drop a comment if you're watching in the uh, the replay. Drop a comment below. Any comment will do. Follow me on all social media. The links are in the description. My new TikTok account at Best Men's Pod finally crossed the 2,000 follower mark, so that's that's growing. It's actually getting seen. Uh, my my original account, Come On Man Pod, is still just shadow banned into oblivion. It hasn't really gained any new followers. If you go and look at like the views on that, it's just like in the double digits. <laughs> Terrible. But the same exact videos are performing well on my new account. Fuck you, TikTok. Uh, join the Patreon, patreon.com slash come on man pod. You can join for as little as $10. That actually helps support the show the most. Uh, that's and if you join for 10 bucks you also get Monday's episodes which in, which is like all my interviews. I always do interviews for Monday's episodes. Uh you get those ad free and you get those uh early. So those drop on Patreon on Friday afternoons for the Patreon members and it's all ad free. It's just the interview portion. So if you don't like this outro stuff, 
join the Patreon for 10 bucks. And then if you want coaching, I do that through my Patreon as well. That's tiers two and tiers three, depending on what your needs are. I have a guy right now that is really maximizing tier two. So tier two, you get unlimited text support from me over Telegram, which means like you can text me all day long. You can send me screenshots. You can say, hey, what do I say here? Whatever. This one guy, he's getting tons of matches on on uh, like Hinge and stuff like that. And he's literally sends me like every conversation. He's like, what do I say here? What do I say here? What do I say here? And it's like all day long. My phone's just like, I'm like, okay, well, you're... <laughs> You're taking advantage of that. I appreciate it. And uh, so I'm like, hey, this is what you say, man. And my boy's going to get laid. And then tier three, you actually get a one-on-one uh, -on -one video call, video or voice call, whatever you want, once a month too, so that we can, like you get all the unlimited tech support, <clears throat> text support. And then uh, you also, like we could follow up with an actual call once a month too, just to make sure like we can set some goals and I can, you know, hold you accountable for those goals and stuff like that. Make sure that you're achieving those goals. Hey, John Smith sent a super sticker. Hey, thank you, brother. For that, you get a... I'm just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? <laughs> John Smith with the $5 super sticker. I appreciate it, brother. I really do. That actually su helps support the show more than you guys know. You guys don't even realize. <clears throat> All right. Uh, back to what I was saying. So Patreon, you guys get the idea. Uh, you know, send a super chat like like or a super sticker that helps support the show. Get on the email list. List.comeonmanpod.com. I will send you some free stickers. And, uh, you know, I've got, I've got a sticker on the back of my phone here. It's getting kind of worn out. But <clears throat> you can also get those designs on, on merch too. Uh, get yourself a mug down below. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, I've linked to my Teespring store, so you can check out the mugs I have there. And then finally, check out my practical law of attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. It's chick crack free. It will get you uh, where you want to be. And I, I made this course specifically my first course because it'll help in all areas of your life, right? It helps in uh, your relationships, helps with your money helps with your fitness because once you get your mind right, like everything else sort of falls into place. So check that out. LOA.comeonmanpod.com. If you ever watch The Secret and you're like, the, the ideas sound good, but I don't believe that there's a fucking genie out there granting wishes. Uh, check out this course because I've gotten rid of all of that kind of mystical, woo-woo, magical thinking. Um, I have a guy that took the course and he's like a staunch you know, anti-law of attraction, anti-the secret guy. And he, he took the course. He's like, dude, the way you explained it, like makes so much fucking sense. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of the law of attraction stuff really is just reprogramming your subconscious mind. It really is. So, all right, guys, that's all I have this week. Uh, again, catch me on Friday. We'll be talking about how to, where to meet the, where to meet the, the quality whammon. Uh, and we'll catch you next time. This has been the Come On Man podcast. Now, go out and get it.